next on the 5 o'clock report. Ball of fire like 30, 40 feet high. My heart has been buried in Gaza. President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Who would be behind this? Get in quick and leave quick. It's been many years since we saw somebody attempt to bring a vehicle explosive device over that border. I can stay like this forever. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. Threat at the border. Every border crossing between Canada and the U.S. and Niagara Falls is shut down at this hour after a car with two people inside barreled into a checkpoint at 100 miles an hour and exploded. The fire seen and heard from miles away. It was a ball of fire like 30, 40 feet high. Both people in the car are dead. A border crossing agent injured with the possibility of it being a terror attack. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is en route to Buffalo. The FBI and bomb squads on the scene. The FBI saying it's definitely more than a freak incident, but that's all that they know. The car, we're told, was obliterated, and you could see the explosion there. Where do you start to put this car back together? When I tell you they can put trace evidence back together, again, of a vehicle, they will take every single piece of that vehicle, send it to Quantico, and Quantico will evaluate it all, and the FBI laboratory will piece every single piece of evidence. It was a pretty large um, field of evidence. Four U.S.-Canada border crossings, including Rainbow Bridge, closed as investigators respond. The FBI has said they believe it was a deliberate act. The Family Life News team will keep watching the story closely. Of course, all of this happens on one of the busiest travel days of the year. No matter where you are in the country, it's going to be very busy on the roads as you get holiday travelers mixing with commuters, all hitting the road at the same time. If you are one of the millions on the road, AAA says don't forget to thank a truck driver. With some 55 million people traveling this Thanksgiving week, truck driver Benjamin Parks offers a timely suggestion. You see a driver, thank him. You know, whether it's a flatbed, drive-in, reefer, a tanker, they play a part in our economy. You know what I mean? It's getting pretty bad out here, especially for drivers. At least Parks can be thankful for lower fuel prices, which are about 40 cents a gallon cheaper than last Thanksgiving. That's Jim Crisula reporting. Now to the Middle East. 50 hostages will be released during six hour pauses in fighting starting tomorrow morning in Gaza. That was the deal reached between Israel and Hamas. Israeli families are waiting to see if their loved ones will be set free. Any person will be released is good. Eventually we need them all. For every hostage they release, Israel will release more Palestinian prisoners. Hamas is expected to begin releasing women and children first and at least three Americans the first phase. Some Israeli families met with Pope Francis today at the Vatican. That was 47 days ago that my heart has been buried in Gaza. Rachel Goldberg says she's praying for her family to come home. The family said they appreciated the Pope's ear. I felt that he was very compassionate. His time is precious and we are very grateful and thankful. Now to Iraq, where there was a U.S. counterstrike yesterday. This after more than 60 militia attacks. Former Defense Secretary Mark Esper says the current U.S. policy of limited retaliation isn't working. Well, I think you have to increase the scope, scale, and frequency of the attacks. So, you know, I recall when I was Defense Secretary in late 2019, there was an attack on our forces, an American was killed. And we responded in one evening with multiple airstrikes against multiple targets. And we ended up killing, I think, 25 militiamen, 
Uh, injuring twice as many as that, and we saw the attacks subside. Dozens of U.S. soldiers have been injured in those Iran-backed attacks. It is a somber anniversary in American history today. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. CBS News anchor Walter Cronkite breaking the news of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy 60 years ago today. In a statement this morning, President President Biden called Kennedy's death a defining moment of deep trauma and loss that shocked the soul of the nation. Jeep is recalling a hybrid vehicle. There have been eight fires in Jeep Wrangler 4xe plug-in hybrids. In all cases, the vehicle was turned off and parked. In six cases, it was being charged. Nobody was hurt. Jeep is advising owners not to charge the vehicles and to park them outside until they can be checked by dealers. And recapping our top story, the Rainbow Bridge closed at this hour, as well as three other U.S.-Canadian border crossings in Niagara Falls after a car barreled into one of the checkpoints at 100 miles an hour, injuring a border agent and killing two in the vehicle. There was a 40-foot explosion. You have to wonder who would be behind this and what is the motive, the fact that this was perpetrated, apparently, against a border patrol or customs and border protection facility at a bridge would suggest that this is somebody who is either trying to send a signal about immigration policy or trying to shut down all of the cross-border crossings. The FBI and Homeland Security on the scene investigating. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, storm damage from last night, a strike at the University of Rochester, and a ruling on mail-in ballots in Pennsylvania. But first, weather with Kevin Williams. Here's our call for tonight. Cloudy with a rain or snow shower or spot of drizzle, maybe late night patch of freezing drizzle, low temps in the 30s. For tomorrow, clouds will give way to some sunshine across parts of Pennsylvania. Elsewhere across our region, clouds will prevail with a few sunny breaks and a couple of scattered sprinkles and maybe a wet flurry, high temps 40s. Friday, brisk and colder, some lake flurries, especially southeast of Lake Ontario. Highs Friday in the 30s. Thank you, Kevin. Checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. Four border crossings closed in Niagara Falls due to an attack of some sort at the Rainbow Bridge after a car was in an accident and exploded, killing two people inside. The FBI says they believe it was intentional. Just hours before that, a strong storm came through the same area with 50 mile an hour winds that downed branches in western New York and power lines. Not a good day to travel for weary western New Yorkers trying to get to their Thanksgiving holiday. Reese Richmond was on the road. Get in quick and leave quick. The weather clear for Thursday. In Rochester, nearly 2,000 service workers and caregivers at the University of Rochester's Medical Center have voted to authorize a two-day strike. No strike date has been set as negotiations continue on a new contract to replace the one that expired last month. Here's the union's vice president. The wages that this employer is offering is not competitive. It does not provide a living wage. And then you have those who've been working for this employer for some years who feel as though they are not being valued, that there is no respect for the work that they've done, that they're doing. The two unions involved recently held an informational picket outside Strong Memorial Hospital. A new law in New York combats the opioid overdose epidemic by allowing pharmacies and health care providers to offer free fentanyl testing strips. The strips can detect fentanyl and different narcotics before you take When people are struggling with substance use disorder, they don't usually worry about their source of supply of their medication, of their drugs. 
And the truth of the matter is a lot of those drugs can have adulterants in it that are fatal. More than 150 people die every day nationwide from synthetic opioids like fentanyl. There's a ruling that could have major implications for mail-in voting in Pennsylvania. A federal court ruled that mail-in ballots cannot be tossed out just because there's an issue with the date written on the envelope. The court said disqualifying ballots based solely on the date line being left blank or another issue violates the Civil Rights Act. And research by the Pew Organization shows unmarried couples who cohabitate has mushroomed since the 1970s. We talked about that issue with Christian counselor Christopher Anderson. He offers his advice on today's edition of Real Answers. Let's listen in. Back in the 1970s, only about 0.2% of romantic partners lived together without being married or before they got married. And today that number is up to 15%. It's a good sign that people are still wary of cohabitation because research does actually continue to show that after the first year of marriage, if they lived together before they got married, still comes out as a risk factor in divorces after that first year. Cohabitation is really like a false substitute for marriage. In a sense, people are wanting to function as a married couple, but without the commitment and the fidelity. Chris, you and I have both heard people say that they think it's a good idea to do a trial run for the real thing instead of getting married first. They're trying to see if they can live together well. The the truth is, though, Greg, is this. You can find out everything you need to know about a potential life mate without actually living together first. So then how do our single friends go about finding that right one? Well, I really like how therapist and author Deborah Folletta says it. She's a frequent contributor to Focus on the Family. And she says, the more you identify yourself, your interests, and where God is taking you, the more quickly you'll be able to decide whether or not you want to actually pursue a potential partner further. In other words, I'm not saying, neither is Deborah. she's not saying that this is the person that you should marry. Knowing yourself well means that you have an easier time simply deciding whether or not a person that you're dating is someone that you really want to investigate further and spend more time with as you develop that friendship and that relationship with them. You can hear more on Real Answers now available on the Family Life News podcast page. Recapping our top story, the Family Life News team is closely watching the Rainbow Bridge border crossing in Niagara Falls, New York, where a car exploded with two people inside, injuring a border crossing agent. Intelligence experts say it's unusual to attack Niagara Falls. There's less traffic there, so we just tend to worry about it less. It's been many years since we saw somebody attempt to bring a vehicle explosive device over that border, and that was over in the on the West Coast. And so um, I just think we don't we don't think of it as as large a threat as we do the southern border. We'll have more in the news at 6 p.m. It's time next for tonight's market report brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are up today after finishing in the red yesterday, that breaking a five-day winning streak. The Federal Reserve held their FOMC meetings yesterday with officials stating that their policies will remain restrictive when it comes to bringing down inflation. Amazon shares falling 1.5% after news of previous CEO Jeff Bezos possibly selling his Amazon stock. Sam Altman, recently fired from OpenAI, is now back as CEO of OpenAI less than a week later. That after hundreds of OpenAI employees petitioned to have Altman back on the board by threatening to leave for Microsoft. 
NVIDIA today crushing Wall Street's expectations in their third quarter earnings release, but shares are down that after NVIDIA warns of affected sales due to export sanctions in China in the coming months. The S&P 500 sector gains today coming from communication services and consumer staples. Losses coming from energy. Crude oil closed above $76 a barrel. The Dow gaining 184 points, the Nasdaq rose 65, and the S&P 500 was up 18. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at ambassadoradvisors.com. If you're an adult Gen Zer, age 18 to 25, you may think you're ready to take on the world, but are you ready to make smart financial decisions? Hi, I'm Rob West with your Faith and Finance Minute. Practicing biblical principles from the start and making wise decisions pays off financially and spiritually. Understand that God owns everything and that He will provide, so trust Him. Give first fruits with your tithe. Draw up a budget and stick to it. If you just got your first credit card, treat it with extreme caution because it's dangerous. Learn to live within your means. And start saving now. 10 to 15% of your income. Build up an emergency fund of three to six months worth of living expenses. Do those things and you will be ready to take on the world. We can help you learn to manage your money according to biblical principles when you download the free FaithFi app. You'll find it on our website at faithfi.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, therapy horses in Pennsylvania. It's getting people off of their medication. That story, After Weather with Kevin Williams. Here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast. Cloudy with a rain or snow shower or spot of drizzle. Low temps in the 30s. Late tonight toward the freeze point, so can't totally rule out a slick spot or two late. Thanksgiving Day, still rather cloudy in New York with a sprinkle or flurry. In Pennsylvania, clouds break for some sun. With a slight chance of a rain or snow shower in northwest Pennsylvania. High temps on Thanksgiving Day in the 40s. Friday, brisk and colder, sun and clouds, lake flurries, especially southeast of Lake Ontario, and a high in the 30s. Hey, but Thursday looks clear. Thank you, Kevin. Finally, at five, people in Blair County, Pennsylvania, with physical or emotional challenges, are finding help by hopping on a horse. I kept my horses here. I could stay like this forever. <laughs> Dreams Go On is a nonprofit providing equine therapy services to kids kids and adults. We do everything on horseback. (laughs) Everything. Basketball, football, baseball. We play store. Everything is done on horseback. And the connection that forms between horse and rider is something to behold. They open up to the horses. They build self-confidence and also overall body strength, not just emotionally, but physically. Some clients are able to be taken off certain medications because time spent with a horse has proven to be an even stronger medicine. And that is the world that we live in for Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life.